Hello family, this is in Christ alone, your word break for today. And this week, I'm coming your way with a message I'm calling doulos. Doulos. You know, the word doulos simply means a bond servant or a bond man or a slave. Somebody who is a servant of another person. So it's loosely translated to mean servant. Other versions of the Bible translate it to mean bond servant or slave. And and it describes out the kind of service we render to God. Now, let me say this, that I have explained before, that in Christ, in our relationship with God through Christ Jesus, we have different kinds of experiences. For example, the Bible teaches us that we are sons of God. The Bible says that to them that believed in the same, to them that received him, he gave the power to become children of God. So we are children of God. He says that children not born of blood or born of a will of a man or of a husband, but children born of God. So you see, when the Bible is talking about our sonship, it's talking about one, the kind of nature we have, that we have the divine nature, that we have you know, God's kind of life because we are born of God. We are begotten of God. The Bible, when it's talking about our sonship, being children of God, also talks about the kind of authority, the kind of power kind of inheritance we have in Christ, you know, the kind of privileges, the kind of promises we have access to because we are sons. So that is one kind of experience. Another kind of experience is what I'm calling the doulos experience, so the servanthood experience. And that's what we see in Romans chapter 1 in the introduction. Indeed, the introduction of the many letters of the apostles, they describe themselves as directly as servants of God or servants of Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Paul says he's a servant of Christ Jesus. In James chapter 1 verse 1, the apostle James says that he's a servant of God. Titus chapter 1 verse 1, he's a servant of God. So clearly, the early church, the apostles, they saw themselves as servants. And by the way, it's not just for those in the apostolic offices. It was something they saw it as an experience for all believers as well. And so, in as much as the believer sees himself as a son of God, having access to God's inheritance, having access to power and authority, the believer must also, at the same time, see himself as a servant, where it describes our service, our responsibility in the kingdom. Our responsibility in the kingdom. Now, the thing we must understand is this, that I believe that as we grow, we become more conscious, as we mature, we become more conscious of our servanthood. And I'll explain why. You see, when a child is young and he becomes aware of who his father is and his place as a child, the child demands a lot of things. Children are always asking things from their parents, from their fathers, because they know who their father is. And that's the position of a son, even Christ, you know who your father is, you know the kind of the power and privilege you have as a son of God. But you see, when a child matures to a certain age, he's sent by his parents, he's given responsibilities by his parents, he's made to do things by his parents. In the same way, as we begin to mature in Christ, irrespective of the fact that we have all this power and authority, actually, we use that more to, you know, serve God, to be servants of God. And so, what I'm trying to explain is that as we mature in Christ, our understanding of our servanthood, our place as, as a doulos 
of Christ Jesus must increase. We must be more conscious of that as well. We can never, we cannot only dwell in the place where we are accessing privileges and accessing authority and accessing power, but we must also grow in the place where we are serving God because we are what the Bible calls doulos. Now, what does this idea of a doulos look like? You see, the, the word that is translated to mean doulos actually means to be bound to something, or to be tied or bound to someone. And so it paints the picture of ownership. So we are servants in the sense of ownership. That does to mean it's as though the master owns the person. And it, it, it stems from what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 23. It says that you were bought with a price. Do not become bond servants of men. So here the, the Apostle Paul is admonishing the Corinthians that you have been bought with a price. God now owns us. We are bought with the precious blood of Christ. So the, our new owner is God. And so we are owned by God. So servanthood is not like employment. Because in employment, you just perform your tasks and you go about to do, for Monday to Friday, if you are on a 9 to 5, you do the task given to you at your job. The rest of the time, you do what you like. No, this is ownership. In other words, we have no will of our own outside of our master's will. We have no desire of our own outside of our master's desire. And that's why, you know, other versions of the Bible translate it to mean slave. Because this was the idea of slavery. Slaves were owned by their masters. They had no will of their own. They had no interest of their own. They had no desires of their own. Everything they did was based on what the master wanted. And that is the kind of servanthood that we have. We are owned we are owned by God and our will must align with his will, our interests, our desires must align with the interests and desires of our, of our master. That is what it means to be a doulos. Now what this means is that two things, our approval and what we are, or who we are pleasing is God. In Galatians chapter 1 verse 10, the apostle Paul says, For am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? It says, or am I trying to please man? If I were trying to please men, I would be a servant. I would not be a servant of Christ. So he mentions two things that shows that he is a servant of Christ. Number one, that he's seeking not the approval of man, but the approval of God. You see, approval is, in a certain sense, who is marking your work? If you like, who is critiquing your work? Who is saying that this is good work? This is bad work? Who is criticizing it? Who is correcting it? Who is telling you how to improve? If all of our service and all of our work at the back of our minds, we are thinking that it is man, we are doing it as though we are seeking the approval of men, as though men's critiquing is what's important to us, then we are not servants of God. As a matter of fact, there is a temptation to fall into the place where we become servants of men because the work we do it's as though men must approve. And that's exactly what 1 Corinthians 7.23 was warning us, that we should not become servants of men. There's that danger. And so, the, the service we render, we must seek the approval of no one but God. It's God that is, if you like, must critique our work. It is God that must correct our work. It is God that must approve our work. He also says that we must not please man because we can 
fall into temptation where we become servants of men in the sense that we do things because it will make certain men, certain people happy. But no, the person whose pleasure we are seeking is God because there are things we will do as, as doulosses, as servants of God, where it will not please man, but that is what pleases God. For example, there are messages that a preacher would have to preach that it will not make men happy, but that is what will make God happy. So if a doulos will have his approval from God, a doulos will have his pleasure to God. So that is what a doulos is. And like I said, there is that temptation to fall into the, the, the place where we rather become doulosses of men. Indeed, the Bible also says that another temptation is to for one to fall into is to become a doulos of sin. In Romans 6, verse 16, 16 it says that a slave or you know, a doulos is one who submits himself to something to obey. And that's what happens to many people when they fall into sin. And so we are seeing that we are, serv- we are sons of God, yes, but also as we mature, we must know that we are servants of God. What the Bible calls a doulos. And I've described what it means to be a doulos. I wish you a wonderful week. God bless you.